Are you ready to start the show? Well, I wouldn't if I were you. Oh. It's Schmanners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Uh, better this week. Yeah, this you week. have a voice. I do. And you know, here's a little, this is a pro podcasting tip for you folks at home. Um, being audible is, uh, <laughs> it's really, it really helps really in the helps podcast in the recording game. process. Um, yeah. And, and you're sounding a lot better. Thank you. Last week, BB and I were sharing a cold. Yes. Um, we are both on the mend, although the coughing, the coughing around this house is, uh, is it's, it's it's terrific. It's audibly unpleasant, I yeah. would say. And the thing is, here's the thing about BB. This is a tangent, but here's the thing about BB. When <laughs> she is sick, it's so hard to get her to chill. Like, because yeah. she feels terrible, and she's, like, coughing all the time, but also, she's a very rum- rambunctious two-and-a-half-year-old, so it's like, we're just going to sit here, and just, and she's like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay, yeah. um, but, and so she's feeling better, everybody's feeling better, um, and so here is the advice episode that we, and now, this is a little tricky, because I had to figure out a way to brand this in the tweets. Because we do a lot of Ask Schmanners, and we give advice at the end of every episode. But this is advice about advice. Yes. Whoa! Do you recall who suggested this? Uh, I will look it up, uh, because I don't. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Um. Well, so, let's talk a little bit about advice and advice givers. Not just Travis and I. Oh, no. There is a rich history of giving This is from advice. Abby. Abby recommended this. Thank you, Abby. Um, oh, and- wait. Before we get into that, I did want to ask oh. you. Oh. Um, outside of this show mm-hmm. and, and, and other podcasts, because like uh, My Brother, My Brother, I mean, we do a lot of, you know, adv- it's an advice well, show for the modern era. <laughs> quotes, advice, close what quotes. What do you mean? <laughs> you, don't, you don't think My Brother, My Brother, and Me is helpful, actionable advice? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I see. Very well. No, uh, of course it's not. Um, but so we, uh, outside of these, do you find yourself in life being like an advice giver? Yeah, I think so. I think it goes with middle child territory. Um, it also goes with, I mean, I would describe myself as a very uh, straightforward, chill person. Um, and so... In my friend groups, I have been one of the people where people come for advice. You are a constant. You are you are a rock. You are the rock. You are Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> then, no, I, I'm not. I, I find that, um, and I try to do better about it now. I, I'm a lot more self-aware now at 35 than, you know, ever before. And that's the goal, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm great. Continuing, increasing in self-awareness. But I, I find that I am a fixer. 
Mm-hmm. I if mm-hmm. if anybody like yesterday, I heard somebody like saying something to I was like at the store or something, and it was I had to stop myself from turning around and saying, "Okay, here's what you need to do." Right, right, because like I I like fixing problems, be it like a mechanical problem or like a personal problem for people. And so like when I was younger, especially like 15, 16 up to like 23, like I just couldn't stay out of people's business. And I uh, I have to also say that um I mean in your former jobs, a lot of the things that you've been employed to do is like a fixer. Yeah, that's what I'm good at. I'm a problem solver. And and the problem is with problem solving is that it's great when somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, can you help me solve this problem?" It's not so great when you take it upon yourself to say, hey, let me tell you what your problem is <laughs> and how you can solve it. Yeah. 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 That That's what I got into a lot where I would literally say to someone like, do you know what you need to be like unprompted? Mm-hmm. Like, here's how you could live it. And it happens now. I, I, I find that if I get a little tipsy with someone, especially like if it's like a businessy like I, I if I'm having drinks with business friends. Or, oh, yes. Yeah. I have yes. a tendency to be like, let me give you advice on your business that you've been doing for decades. <laughs> that I've never done. I don't know. I, I try not um, to do question it. real quick. What should I do if I need to cough? We've discussed uh, that I'm coughing, but if I need you need to cough. Just do it. And I'll write down the time codes and edit them out. OK. 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 All right. Great. There was a cough there. You'll never know. <laughs> This will be a fun game. You try to pick out where the cough edit points were. Okay. So let's please, talk about. Please don't. Okay. Let's talk about advice givers. Advice givers. Now, I have to say, this is some uh, A plus twin work going on here. Uh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add my own little antidote. Okay. A- anticdote? Anecdote. Yes. Anecdote. Okay. Funny story. When I was younger. I didn't know how babies worked, and I said... You mean, like, where babies come from? No. Oh, just I'm, how babies work? Uh, just the whole... Not just where babies come Listen. Listen okay, to my story. Okay. And I used to say that when I grow up, I'm going to have twin daughters. I'm going to name them Adriana and Brianna, so I can call them Anna A and Anna B. Okay. Which is a very weird thing when you're in fourth grade to decide. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since you can't make yourself have twins like that. Yes. Unless you like. Mm, uh, really? No. No? It doesn't okay. work like that. I I suppose there could be like some IVF yeah. stuff. But even I then, don't know if the technology is make there. make yourself have twins. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think your statement holds true. Let's go to the judges. <laughs> I'm getting a nod. Yes. But these twins, these twins, A plus twinning game of Esther Pauline Friedman letterer. Whoa. And Pauline Esther Friedman Phillips. Okay. Those it's are like their, their said, married names. It's, but it's like they said, you know what? We need every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> but Esther Pauline and Pauline Esther. I mean. That, okay. That feels like the they didn't know they were having twins. The twins were born. And like a doctor or a nurse or somebody was like, we need a name on this birth certificate now. <laughs> and it's like, uh, 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 Esther Pauline and Pauline Esther. <sighs> and like those were the two people who like walked by, walked by the room. Uh, they were born 17 minutes apart on July 4th, 1918. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what, what, what came of their, their kind of twinning personalities like so they were always very close um and 
in her late 30s, Esther, won a contest to replace the original author of the Ask Ann Landers column, uh-huh. which was appearing in the Chicago Sun-Times. Um, she, obviously, she won it. And it was so, it was such an enormous task. It was very backlogged. It was run poorly. Uh, she brought Esther, she brought Pauline. Uh-huh. Okay, so Esther brought in Pauline to help her catch up. And the Chicago Sun-Times was like, hey, wait, you can't do this. We, You won the thing, and she didn't, and you got to do it yourself. So then Pauline began her own column. Okay, wait. Are they, is this the kind of thing where you're going to tell me, like, they had other names and they're really recognizable names and we're going to go like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't wait to find out who it is. Uh, so I love twists. That's when Esther uh-huh. became Ann Landers. Uh-huh. And Pauline started Dear Abby. <gasps> yeah, I knew it. Yeah. I knew there'd be twists. Okay. Um, that was the pen name, Abigail Van Buren. Uh-huh. And it took off so well in the San Francisco Chronicle that it became the biggest rival to Ask Ann Landers. That's, but you know what? Do you think that it was a happy rivalry? Do you think that they were like, I'm fine with this? Oh, uh, well, uh, I mean, the thing about the thing that I have heard about twins is that there's a there's a bond, a very special bond. Sure. But you and know so what? So even if I they're think that's feuding, always hearsay cuz I guarantee there are twins out there who are like, "Oh no, I hate them." Like I suppose. It's, it's gotta be, like but my aren't brothers hate and I and have love a bond. very very connected. They're oh my very God, close. Tracy just blew my mind. We should do a whole episode about Pauline Astor and Astor Pauline. So we won't get bogged down in them. So let's keep oh, okay. going. Okay. Well, um so they were both categorized as just the person you'd want to go to with your problem, right? Uh-huh. So they were both really good givers of advice. They had uh, frankness and humor and practicality. Uh, they were actually also quite liberal, by the way. Cool. Um, so I think that that's kind of... Isn't that strange how it like runs in it's it almost feels like it was in their blood, you know, like it was like you said, we'll do that more in depth another time. Yes. Um, One of the, the things that is really important um, as far as like giving and getting advice is it's not it's not just about. Go to someone who you think will give you a good answer. Right. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that more in the in the. Th- well, okay. It's about find. It's about find the person. If you're going to ask somebody advice, you should ask someone who has some expertise in that area. Like you wouldn't want. I would not ask you advice about a medical condition. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty smart. I would ask Dr. Sidney McElroy. Yeah, that okay, that's fair. What would you ask me advice about? Hmm. Hmm? Being the world's greatest dad and husband, or hmm. being the world's greatest podcaster, or being hmm. the world's greatest person. Hmm. Um, I would ask you about dog training advice. Okay. Not any of the like world's greatest parts. Or, uh, I mean, I come to you with um, mechanical-like advice. Say how fix this 
do this for well, me. What please. about being like the world's greatest something? How to be the world's greatest person, the world's best person, the world's mm-hmm. coolest person. Any of those? Uh, no, those are already taken. By me? By you. Okay. So how could I get advice to be that person? Fair, fair, fair. Because it's hey, already taken. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, well, here's here's Travis McRoy's advice top tip number one. <laughs> and this is about asking for advice. Um, before you ask for advice, really, really, really ask yourself, do you want mm, advice yeah. or do you want confirmation? Because that's a thing that a lot of people get tripped up by is like they will say, like, what should I do when actually what they want to say is, I'm going to do this. And and then they want the person to be like, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Because I have been asked for advice many, many times where I have said like, oh, well, here's what I would do. And then the person's like, well, and I'm like, okay, cool. Then why did you ask? Then why did you ask me? And it's like, because I wanted you to tell me that what I wanted to do was right. And it's like, yes. okay, well, then lead with that. So uh, David A. Garvin and Joshua D. Margulis, um, they wrote an article of The Art of Giving and Receiving Advice, um, where they separate out four different kinds of advice a person can be asking for. Um, and Like personal, financial, blah, blah, blah? No, 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 like, no. Oh, Okay. So discrete advice is the first sub column okay uh this is like for a single decision oh right? not like i killed someone and no, then no how do i get away with it no okay. a single decision with the hope of getting recommendations as well as kind of like sussing it out right the pros and the cons okay great great, great. uh someone to I kind have of a very specific uh like decision or circumstance that i need help with right so i need i need a, a springboard i need someone to mull it over with me okay sometimes even if you're looking for discrete advice in this way, sometimes even just talking about it out loud yeah. with someone else it is all the help that you need. I, I find that often it's one of my uh, favorite things about having uh, Teresa in my life, having someone who is a, a partner that I can discuss things with, uh, in this case happens to be my wife, uh, a bore out voice. Mm-hmm. And it's that um, sometimes literally just like, having all the thoughts that are bouncing around in my head, right? Saying them out loud. Teresa doesn't have to say anything. Just me saying out loud helps me come to the decision, come to a conclusion of like, yeah, you know what? That is what I'm going to do. Okay, thank yeah, you so much. And then like the, one of the running jokes we have in our house is like when that happens, because Teresa does it too, like saying out loud, here's what I'm going to Yeah, you know what? That is what I'm going to do. Like, glad I could help. <laughs> they walked out of the room. Uh, the next subcategory is counsel. Okay. Okay. So this is when someone is asking for guidance on a complex or maybe an unfamiliar situation. And it's more about navigating their thoughts. Okay. Right. And less about giving an answer. Okay. So this is more like, help me walk through this. This is, this is, okay. So if so I was. For discrete advice, we're looking for a decision. When you have counsel, when you're asking for counsel, you're looking for like the path. Yeah, so I would say, to make uh, really very specific comparisons, discrete advice seems like the Lucy, uh, the Lucy, you know, therapy booth, psychiatrist booth. Oh, sure, yeah. Where it's like, you go to her and say, I'm having this problem. She says, okay, do this, go away, right? Yeah. Discrete advice. 
and counsel seems more like somebody walking down, as you said, a pathway with you of saying, hey, we're in this together. Uh, I'm I'm going to be, oh, like you said, counsel, like a lawyer, right? Yeah. We're in this circumstance from beginning to end together. Yeah. Um, the next one is coaching. So this is qualified as specific advice on enhancing skills. So this is one of the things you want to make sure that you go to someone for who coaching advice skill. who yeah. has the skill. Exactly. I, I, like I said, would not ask Travis for medical advice. He does not have a degree in medicine. <laughs> not yet. Not that I'm working on it, but who knows what the future holds. <laughs> um, so it's where people want advice on how they're handling specific things or learning situations or how that they can make something they're doing run better. That absolutely makes sense. going to a person who knows that stuff. Another uh, oddly specific comparison. It's like in a movie where it's like, listen, I'm going to learn this. I got to go find this person who retired Uh, from the game a long time ago. And it's like, oh, I haven't been in the game for forever. It's like, but I need you to teach me. I don't know, tap dancing? I don't know. That's what popped into my head. You get it. (laughs) And then the last situation um, would be a mentoring situation where, again, someone has specific qualifications and you hope someday to uh, obtain a, a guide, right? So this is like, it's like coaching squared, right? Coaching to the nth degree where you you have someone who you you want to physically guide in the expertise that you yeah. have. Well, maybe that's more than like going to find the person who retired. You're Mr. Miyagi. Sure. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, I yes. think that that's more like it. Okay. That's more like men. Okay. But giving advice in in these these categories all have very similar processes. Um listening, listening. Listening is key, right? And like I said, for some of these, the the, the navigation, right? Um, sometimes listening is all you have to do. Yes. Sometimes just being being present, being, being present, another being alive. body in the room. Um, and when you are giving advice, this is what you are listening for. So the the person who is coming to you will say, or hopefully will uh, ask for these things. Um, you're supposed to be listening for why the problem is important. Uh-huh. Okay. You're supp- and I love that that's the first one because it's not what is the problem, right? That's easy. The person will say, my problem is this. Right. Why the problem is important is what guides, like, what should shape your answer, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, okay, cool. What the problem is is easy, right? The, mm-hmm. the person probably already knows that if they're coming to you and asking for advice. But seeing the underlying, like, listen, I see the stakes of this, even if it seems like an unimportant problem. Because if you think yeah. about a lot of interpersonal issues and advice and stuff, for people outside of the scenario, it can often seem pretty, trivial. Yeah, pretty trivial. But if you're like, you know what? I see why this is important to you. So I'm going to take it seriously and I'm going to address it like it is important because it is important to you. Great. You should also listen for the person themselves to give the possible solutions. Yes. Um, because hardly, when I would come to someone asking for advice, I usually know the different ways that I could solve it. Yes. 
And like we said, sometimes what the person wants is confirmation. Exactly. Right? They don't they already know what the solution is. That's that's me. For me, like I find that most of the time when I am looking for advice, what I'm really doing is getting a second opinion of mm-hmm. like so I've learned to rephrase my advice to say, This is my plan of action. Do you think that makes sense? Yeah. Right. And then the person's like, That's exactly what I would do. And it's like, Okay, cool. I just needed perspective outside of my own to confirm what I was already planning to do. Exactly. And then the last thing that you're listening for is why this person has chosen you. Are you appropriate for yes. this? Um, like I said, I might say to Travis, hey, look at this rash. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> he's not And I would say, he's not appropriate. Gross, call a doctor. <laughs> it's not appropriate to go to him yes. for that. I mean, unless I want confirmation, like, yes, it's gross. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> call a doctor. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Okay. And, and that's another good one because that's that's something that happens now where, like, you know, Teresa and I, we have a pretty good relationship. We're pretty solid. And so now, like, some of my, uh, like, other friends will ask for, like, dating advice. And it's like, listen, I've been with Teresa for a decade. I can't remember what dating <laughs> is like. Like, when, when you want to know about how to be, like, what to do in, like, a marriage especially, or a relationship that's 10 years in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can help there. But if you're like, I got a first date coming up. What do I do? I'm like, ooh, <laughs> um, let me travel back in time. And don't try order to anything with garlic. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, know. I don't know. Um, don't ask your little brother to come along with you on your first date. That's the only ooh. better. Like, it, well, then again, I say that, but then and we then ended up worked. married. So <laughs> maybe do invite your little brother to go on your first date. All right, we digress. So, and after you've done that listening, um, as as you are giving advice... These are the four things that you can offer, right? Advice for, right? Yeah. Say, yes, you're doing great. That's what you should do. Advice against. Say, I, uh, in my opinion, this is something that you should not do, right? And then you could give information to help either one of those sides. Uh-huh. And uh, f- and the last one is decision support, which is what we've really been talking about. Right. The idea of just kind of a second opinion uh, confirming what the person already thought. Yes. And and I will say, here's Travis McRoy, uh advice top tip. Uh, did I already say two? I don't know, honey. Okay. N- next. <laughs> advice <laughs> top tip is your advice especially can, can change. Yeah. Right? Especially if someone's going through something pretty heavy. Right. That confirmation can be where you start the support of like, hey, you know, you're doing great. Don't listen to them. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And then once you have supported them to a point where they are now ready for a new phase of advice, then you can offer the like, let me tell you, like now let's maybe work on fixing this scenario. Sure. And this decision support doesn't just include supporting their decision. It also includes supporting the person right. behind it. So like whatever you choose to do, I still love you. I will right. be there for you. I will support you. For example, like if you have a friend who like hates their job and it's making them very sad or scared or angry or whatever, and they say like, I want to quit my job, Right. Maybe you don't want to start off saying like, ooh, in this economy, I don't know. Maybe you want to say like, yeah, you know what? I support you. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then then say, and now let's make a plan for how to do it. 
smartly. Like, you know, sure, let's work sure. on your resume. Yeah, let's combining get you out there. several of right, those right, right. different advice. And not just saying types. like, yeah, call them up right now and quit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or saying like, I don't know, it's really scary to quit a job, right? Finding a balance of those two things is important. So then as far as, so that was all about giving advice. Let's talk about getting advice. I think we should, but first let's give a thank you note to our sponsor this week. We are sponsored this week by Harper Wild. Teresa, tell me a little bit about Harper Wild. Well, Harper Wild is an online retailer dedicated to make wearing a bra easier. Harper Wild bras are designed with you in mind. They've got smooth, supported coverage. With that, me? Well, anyone with breasts who wants to wear a bra. Okay. Um, they've got smooth coverage that looks great under outfits. Um, and here's the thing. Sometimes shopping for, uh, for a brassiere is a lot of guesswork. You might not know exactly where the measurements are, what you need to do, and they have... It seems to vary yes. from like brand to brand a and little style bit. to style. There's always a little bit give and take. Well, or... there's there's a number and a letter associated, but they, they can be different according to uh, the way that a person is shaped. Mm. So they have a what's my size fit quiz on their website, which will really help you out on finding a bra that will work for you. Um, not only are they good for the bra wearer, but also for the world in general. <gasps> they have partnered with Girls Inc. to lift people up around the world. Um, and it's really great that in the copy it says lift. I get it. I think that's great. Um, so a portion of each sale supports mentorship and educational programming for girls. Oh, that's cool. So it's time to start lifting up your ladies there it is okay there it is again uh, thanks copy with harper wild go to harperwild.com slash schmanners and use promo code schmanners to get 15 percent off your first purchase that's harper wild and it's w-i-l-d-e dot com slash schmanners promo code schmanners for 15 percent off your first purchase harperwild.com slash schmanners Hey, James. Hey, Nike. Well, what we doing, girl? We are inviting the awesome listeners of Maximum Fun to join us at Minority Corner. Ooh, fun. But you know how we go on Tangent City. We're the joint mayors. We're not going to do that, okay? Soup's focus. Okay, so Minority Corner is where you can all come and get your pop culture taste. Plus, social commentary, news, and TV movie reactions like Avengers Endgame. No spoilers here. Ooh, snap. Sometimes we dig into the vaults and we review and recap those movies you missed. Got you, Halle Berry's kidnapped. I love how she always gets is 1,000%. Like Beyonce. Did you see Homecoming on Netflix? She was burning it down like the Mother of Dragons. Have you seen the latest Game of Thrones? So good. Only thing missing? More, More black, black people. people. What do you think about Mayor Pete? Wait a minute, James! We went on a tangent. Yes. Ah, well. Join us every Friday for more tangents. On Maximum Fun. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we, ma- we are married... 
And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. Okay, so I I think I start every part two mm-hmm. of Shanners with okay. <laughs> but I, I'm just getting the energy back in there. Tell me about getting advice, and then we'll give some advice on advice. Whoa! In the questions. A lot of these we've we've been sprinkling. We've been sprinkling throughout the rest of them. Um, but I'd like to repeat again because it is one of the most important parts of getting advice. Make sure that the person you're going to for advice has some expertise in the area. Right. <laughs> uh, it's really great. I I love to call my mom. Um, we have we have a pretty close relationship at this point. Um, and there are some things that I am very comfortable talking to my mother about. There are other things I reserve away from her because maybe that's not like her deal mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like the Internet. Yeah. And she's you know- not she's not really up on like the Facebook and the the memes and the social media biz. So I don't I don't ask her for that kind of thing because that's not her deal. I would also say, like, there's a difference, uh, not just in expertise in topic, but, like, tactics in how someone gives advice. Like, there are people in my life that I go to when I need, like, emotional support. There are people I go to when I need, like, a frank, like, you know, straight shooting answer. There are people I go to when, like, I'm angry and I want them to get angry with it. Like, I know that if I'm frustrated and angry about something, I could talk to Tybee and we are going to be, like, frustrated about something together. You know what I mean? Like... Solidarity. Right. And 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 so it's not only about... um, It's not only about, like, actual, like, practical advice about a subject and like I know about cars I know about sports whatever Mm -hmm. um but more also of like who has the tool set that you need in in that scenario absolutely and now these these next two are like two sides of the same coin Mm -hmm. okay you want to keep your own opinions in check because you're going to someone for advice yes you are asking them yes um, and sometimes advice can feel a little bit like criticism, so try not to be defensive. Right. But always take advice with a grain of salt, yes. right? They also. are not in your specific situation. They haven't lived in your life. Um, and if something honestly doesn't sit right with you, you can appreciate the advice you've been given without actually like doing it. When someone gives you advice, you... All you need to say is thank you, right? And that doesn't mean thank you, your advice is correct. It's just saying thank you. I appreciate you taking a second to give me your perspective. You don't have to say like, well, I don't know about that. Like, you don't have to say no. Just like, okay, thank you for talking to me about this, right? And then do Certainly. whatever you want, right? Yeah. But I think I think especially if you seek someone out and ask them for advice, even if their advice is way off the mark and you completely 100% disagree with it, 
you should thank them or say something nice about the fact that you came to them and they were there for you and answered you and gave you advice on it, right? Sure. And then you can completely ignore it. <laughs> and the last one is remember, try to be. I want to put this in the positive. Be appreciative, right? Uh, instead of uh, appreciate the people around you for mm-hmm. the skills that they have. Um, you don't need to be ashamed to ask for help. Yes. That's how people how people grow and get better. Um, so if there's someone who you admire and you want to be more like them, asking them for their advice is a really great way to emulate and appreciate that person. Also, here's the thing. This is something to me, 35 years, I'm 35 years old. Uh, I didn't start therapy until I was 33. And I studied, uh, like I, I more or less minored in therapy in college. I started to go back to school to get uh, my master's in it. And I quit that because I remembered I didn't like school. But um, I, I'm a big proponent of, of therapy, psychology, psychiatry, all that stuff, counseling, mental health in general. But it still took me until I was 33 before I started going because I would sit there and be like, well, I'm fine. Like, you know, yeah, I have this problem, but other people have worse problems or, you know, I, I, I can handle it on my own. And when I finally went and asked for help from somebody it was life-changing and i think that my lesson my takeaway from that that i would pass on to other people is one talk to somebody mental health is great um it's you would go to a doctor for a checkup for your regular health whether something was wrong or not might not do the same with mental health um you know if you were throwing up and you like had you know infections you wouldn't be like i I could take care of the other people have it worse you would go to the doctor anyways but also everyone has stuff you know and asking for advice is healthy um and not a burden you know no one's ever asked me for advice and i thought ugh, this person wants something from me (laughs) right what i think is oh okay i appreciate that they respect me enough to ask me about this right absolutely so don't be afraid to ask for advice speaking of here's some advice on advice question uh, questions okay (laughs) This is from Mia, uh, who says, do you have any ways to respond to a friend when what you want to say is, I've already given you all the advice I have and you're not taking it, so I don't know what else you want me to tell you. Oh, man. I think that this is a situation where it's perfectly acceptable to suggest someone else yes. give the advice because it, it in this in this kind of way that they're saying... I've already given you all the advice I have. Maybe you need someone else's perspective. And, you know, I think also at this point, you can employ a different tool set. If, if you are invested enough in this that you want, still want to help the person, but you don't know what else to say to them. Um, and I say that because this also sounds, Mia, like in the circumstance, the person would be asking you to do a lot of emotional labor to fix their problem. And maybe they are, you know, not not helping, not sharing the load. But if you want, if still want to help, you could ask questions. Like, well, what's bothering you about it? What is it that you want? What are you hoping is the outcome of this, right? Because it sounds like they maybe don't want your 
advice. They just want confirmation about their own thing. Because if you've given them advice and they're not doing it. Yeah. It kind of sounds like they already know what they want to do. Or like Teresa said, just say, I think you could say like, listen, I told you what I would do. I gave you my advice. I don't have anything else to tell you. The yep. end. Send I think that's to okay to say here. Um, this is from uh, Tiki. How do I politely decline slash inform a person that I don't need their life advice? Oh, boy. I think, again, this is like you said earlier, Travis. Sometimes just thank you is enough. Yeah, and I would say if they keep trying, I think say like, I really appreciate it, but it's something that I'm trying to come to on my own. And this is something that I'm trying to figure out on my own. Uh, and I'm just not ready for advice right now. Oh, that's a good one. Good uh, work. Thank you. This is from Squigs. What's the protocol for when you offered someone advice once and now they consider you a source? And I like that Squigs capitalized source, a <laughs> source on that subject and come back to you for more advice than you uh, have energy to provide. Oh, wow. Well, again, I mean, please be uh, be flattered that they they considered you an expert but your time is your time um and perhaps this is something where you can offer uh, let i'm going to make up a scenario say you are a mechanic okay i'm a mechanic <laughs> that's the dumbest joke that's such a dad <laughs> joke and i can't believe i got a laugh out of you and uh, a person keeps coming to you for car advice. Yeah. Perhaps you have instruction manuals you can lend to them. Perhaps you have some sort of resource material you can point them to. That way they begin to learn what you know. And this is another, uh, just going from the other side of this question, another Travis McRoy top advice tip. Be Try to be self-aware of if you're asking your friends and acquaintances to do their job for free. Ah, certainly. Right? This is a thing of, you know, like we said, we have Dr. Sidney McRae, sister-in-law, right? It's one thing to be like, hey, what's the deal with it? It's another thing to like once a day call someone and be like, is this getting, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, are you asking someone to do their job for free over and over and over again? Um, and I think, you know, at a certain point, if, if especially if it's that kind of scenario where it's like, I can't keep telling, you know, like if you're like an, en an engineer or like a contractor or something, you're like, it, I, at a certain point, you just need to hire somebody to do this. I think that's where it comes to like, know what your time is worth. And if the person keeps coming to you, say like, listen, I'm happy to help you with this. I have a bunch of other projects and stuff I'm working on. So if you're willing to wait like two months for me to be able to help you with this project, cool. If this is something you need my help on right now, then I can give you a discounted rate and I can make it a top priority and come over and fix it like tomorrow or whatever. But if it's more of an emotional thing, I think it's also okay to be like, hey, I really appreciate that you consider me like an expert, someone you, you know, respect their advice on. Right now, I'm kind of dealing with my own stuff um, and I, I need some time to kind of recharge my batteries because this is another one of those circumstances where I think it is not rude to say what you need. Agreed. Right? Because the other side, if you don't say what you need and don't ask for a little bit of, of time to recover your energy, 
what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up resenting seeing this person and that's going to ruin the friendship or relationship exactly way more um let's see this is from dingram uh what's the right way to ask if they want advice or just venting um i think here let me think I used the, to do this with that uh, because when yeah. we first started dating, I had a really bad habit of Teresa would like come home and complain about something. And I'd be like, well, here's what you need to do. And That's switch true. into venting. And you'd be like, no, I just want to talk. And so I literally would start saying like, like a child begin my uh, tool set right at the beginning. Like, do I use a hammer or a screwdriver <laughs> and say like, do you want supportive boyfriend or do you want like helpful boyfriend? Like, do you want fixer boyfriend? And then you would say, like, I want supportive. And I'd be like, yeah, this sucks. Ah. <laughs> or you'd be like, I want fixer boyfriend. I'd be like, okay, here's what we need to do. But I would literally ask. Well, yes. And that's something that the the person who is listening can do. But you can also, as, a, as you're asking for advice, not really asking for it, as you are trying to figure out what you want, I think that it just... Uh, you might just have to listen for a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. There is, you know, it's like Parks and Rec, you know? That sucks. Like, yeah. it, sometimes, and, and you know, another thing, and this is uh, another, It this seems so obvious, wait until a question is asked. You know, because sometimes if, if they're ending all of their sentences with periods or exclamation points, none of them end with question marks they don't need you to answer anything yeah like if they're just saying like this is a terrible thing that happened today that's a statement that's not a question what should i do about this terrible thing that happened today exactly that's a question and for those of you who maybe don't have the constant reference of parks and rec uh, what happened was um, wait. Why haven't Ann you watched Perkins, Parks and Rec? Wait. And Perkins got pregnant uh, with uh, with well, Chris. Spoiler, hold on, spoilers. These are huge spoilers. No. Okay, it's several years old by now. Oh, that's true. Okay. And uh, with pregnancy comes a lot of changes in your body, and she uh, was complaining about these changes to her baby daddy, Chris Traeger. And, and he was trying to fix him. He was trying to fix him, and that's not what she needed. She needed someone to just listen and commiserate with her. Yes. Um, and that's another top tip, Travis McRoy top tip. If you feel like somebody has come to you com to complain and you have advice you want to give them, right, but you don't know if they want advice, ask questions. Say, what are you going to do, right? Or how did that make you feel? Or why do you think they did that? That kind of thing. And maybe it will never get to a place where the opportunity to give advice comes up, but it shows that you're interested in this person's well-being. It helps them vent a little bit more. It helps them talk through the scenario. And these are listening tools. Right. Ask questions rather than making statements. Uh, if they're See, okay, this is a good way to think about it. If they're making statements, you should ask questions. If they are asking questions... You should make statements, right? And, you know, if they're asking questions, you can also ask questions. Is, yeah, yeah. But right, you right, get right, it. Right. You get the general rule. These are all things I have had to learn <laughs> as a person who either wants to talk about themselves or a person who wants to say, you know what you should do all the time. And so, like, learning to ask questions of other people is one of the best, like, tools I've added to my toolbox uh, in my life.
Okay, so that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, sorry we missed last week. It was unavoidable. I don't know what to tell you. Um, let's see. Coming up here in, I don't know, like two weeks at this point, uh, my brother, my brother, me, and the Adventure Zone are coming to Nashville in, in Indianapolis. Um, and I think Schmanners is going to be at the Nashville and Indianapolis, my brother, my brother, and me show. Uh, I assume so. We're going to be there. I mean, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I don't so. know why we wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know why I wouldn't um, do it. So if you want to get tickets, I think there's still tickets available for like the first half of the year tour. So if you want to go to McElroy.family and click on tours, it's all there. Uh, also, while you're at McElroy.family, click on merch and you can see the Schmanners tote bag, uh, the Schmanners pin, the Schmanners t-shirt, Schmanners thank you notes. Yeah. All there. All great. And, I'm a big fan. Um, speaking of those live shows, I would love to get some um, listener submitted topics for those too. Um, please do send your topic suggestions to schmannerscast at gmail.com. Um, and let me know if you're going to be at those live shows. That'd yes. be fantastic. I mean, in general, if you have topics, send them to schmannerscast at gmail.com. Yes. Don't tweet at us. No, Although, we'll if we make the call for questions, you can yeah. tweet at us at schmannerscast. Um, let's see. Oh, go check out Maximum Fun and all the other amazing shows there. Um, what else, Teresa? What else do we normally? Well, we always do a thank you note to Brent, Brentlefloss Black, for uh, writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. Again, that's Schma at Schmanners Cast. Thank you to Keely Weiss Photography for the cover banner for our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. Uh, and you should join that if you love to give or get excellent, polite advice. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get up. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.